Uh, welcome back to Corner Lowry, episode number 94. Nearing in on that 100th episode. And Sam, you know, how you doing? You know, what's, what's life like? Uh, you know, same old. Chilling. Okay. And uh, question of the day today is, what is the greatest feeling, like, as a fan of an individual play? Like, an example, you could say, like, a home run. Like, when my team gets a home run, that's the best feeling. So what is the best of any particular play in any sport? I would say just a classic run up the middle that breaks and, you know, Trav CTN runs for a touchdown. 64 also, yards. Yeah. Um, I got a tie here. I'm going to say a dunk, like a great dunk. Like there's nothing like a great dunk. Yeah. I'm going to say. But also like just an explosive, like blown up run. Like as soon as the running back gets the ball, like he just gets like destroyed. Mm. Those are like top two feelings for me. But um, speaking of destroyed, um, talk about expectations. Our expert, Jack Cole, actually – if you can believe it, if you can believe this, he incorrectly predicted, well, could could change. He incorrectly predicted potentially all four of the division series in baseball. Um, you see the Mariners get swept. Epic fifth third game goes to 18 innings. Yankees and Guardians tied at two. Game five is this afternoon. The Braves, surprise loss to the Phillies. The Dodgers. Lost to the Padres, I mean, emotional. And the favorites are gone. I mean, the Astros, my pick from the beginning, are still in there. You know, they still they have life. But, you know, the favorites are down. Mm-hmm. And the Padres got energy. The Phillies, the crowd has just been intense. They crushed. The Braves didn't have the experience to come through. Um, but, Sam, just overall reaction to this kind of madness here in baseball. Um, I would say it's exciting. It's very March Madness esque, you know, as much as it can be. Um, right. Very interesting from like a non baseball fan perspective, uh, just to see the the teams that year in and year out are in the uh, in the World Series are bidding for it. Um, so I would say I'm about as interested as I've ever been. Well, uh, I guess that uh, baseball is doing the job then. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting in the next round. You know, that pitching matchup, can you, Darvish, produce? You know, he struggled a little bit in that Dodgers series. But can you produce against the Phillies, the bats, like Bryce Harper, um, trying to get the Phillies back to the World Series? Uh, the Yankees going for that, you know, little comeback this afternoon against the Guardians. I know the whole world is cheering for the Guardians, unless Yank- except for Yankees fans, so that'll be interesting there. And then we get an Astros-Yankees ALCS. I mean, I mean, those are two really hated teams as well. So definitely uh, the NL team is definitely going to have the fans on their side during the World Series, but um, great stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll have Jack Cole back. I think he's busy this week, but we'll hopefully have him back next week to talk about the CAS series, um, which I believe start tomorrow. So great stuff there. All right. And then if you thought that college football was not living up to it this year, this weekend changed your mind. And 
Obviously, the game that did that, that everybody wants to talk about is Alabama, Tennessee. But first, let's start with our teams. And North Carolina Tar Heels comeback win against Duke for the victory, Ebel. They moved to 6-1. and one. You know, controversial call at the end with the touchdown. Was he in? Was he not? Never confirmed. Just standing on the field very close. Drake May, another excellent game. 28 completions, 380 yards, three touchdowns. UC's got a bye next. Six and one in the rank twenty second. Sam, do the Tarles deserve to be ranked? I would say so. I mean, they did not lose to Georgia State. Um, who did Carolina lose to? Notre Dame. Yeah, and so Notre Dame, you know, started a top ten team, so they can't be that bad. Um, I think I don't see any reason why Carolina shouldn't be ranked. Well, certainly um, the path to the ACC championship is very clear for them, but still have two tough non-division games against Wake. And obviously now the build-up to the NC State game is going to be pretty real, given you know Drake May's comments. But push all that aside, as I mentioned, you would see with the bye next week. Sam, why don't you uh, take us through an intense game in Tallahassee? Well, I see a common theme with these last few Clemson games. And that is we kind of get up big and then we take off the off the gas pedal and we allow these teams to come back. Um, we saw it against Louisiana State or Louisiana Tech, saw it against Boston College, and then again against Florida State, but nonetheless got the victory. Um, I think we'll see a, a few changes going into the next few weeks. Yeah, and do you think that, you mean, obviously they were ticked down a spot um, from the four to the five. Do you think that was a deserved move, just given the closeness of these last few weeks? Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like at this point in the season, the rankings don't really matter. They'll start to matter, you know, as we get to, um, you know, the Michigan-Ohio State game and the um, Georgia-Tennessee game, Georgia-Florida um, and then into the championship games, um, those games will start to, you know, chip off the teams, you know, maybe we thought were good versus who was actually good. Yeah, a lot still to be decided. Um, and next week, Clemson taking on Syracuse at home. Both teams are 7-0. and Sam, what's the, what's the feeling like going into this matchup? Um, I mean, you know – Syracuse did beat us a few years ago. Let's see, that was the national championship year. No, the year after Deshaun Watson's national championship. But that was in the Carrier Dome and on a Friday night. Um, I look, you know, I mean, I think the defense is going to come up big, but... um, I think the running game more so than DJ and his passing game. I think that uh, I think that the running game will be a vital part. Yeah, and I mean, I think this matchup. I mean, this is it. I think if Clemson wins this game, they're cruising to the ACC championship. Obviously, they want to remain undefeated. They're trying to win a national championship. But um, you know, they definitely. This is it. You know, they got to win this game. This is. Lay it all in line, and I'm certainly excited to watch this one. 
And obviously, the big game of the week, you know, the one that people call it the greatest game, you know, you know, of the year, Tennessee 52, Alabama 49. Alabama misses the field goal. Tennessee comes down, partially blocked field goal, but they still make it and win. Crazy back and forth. Crazy crowd. Intense atmosphere. Alabama loses, you know, wasn't a division game, but they have a loss now. Fall to the sixth spot. Hinton Hooker, 21 for 30, 385 yards, five touchdowns. Sam, just what is going through your mind uh, when you see this result? Um, well, mainly, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I despise both of these teams. Um, I look at the defense or lack thereof, um, I I just feel like it's hard to be a top five team and let another team score. You know, Wake Forest did do this to Clemson, so who am I to talk? But where's the defense? I thought that, you know, these were the best defenses in the country, um, but here we are. But still, outstanding game from the ex-Virginia Tech QB. Um, I mean, I don't really have much more to add. Yeah, I mean, it was just really a defining moment. And it's a little bit of the slippage, you know, the little bit of the, the, the Jalen um, Hurts, you know, kind of, I don't want to say, you know, you know, injury caused, but, I mean, it was – the, the you know the injury is coming into play now. I mean he missed the past week, and now you know that had to affect it a little bit. I mean obviously the defense was the problem for Alabama. Most turnovers under Saban, um, which is incredible to me. But yeah. they were just really sloppy in this game. They gave Tennessee way too many chances, and I mean that that crowd was incredible. You know I mean that was the atmosphere you want for a college football game, and now that sets up the big matchup, Tennessee Georgia. And I think that's one that, you know, is really going to decide the nature of this season. Um, and that, I mean, that could change the trajectory, you know, of the Tennessee program. If they were able to somehow find a way to get a win, you know, at Georgia, you know, albeit, but it is certainly, you know, possible that they could really break in as the number one team in this uh, next few weeks. I mean, I know that's talking bold, but that's just the way it is. Looking around the country, you saw Michigan absolutely clobber Penn State 41-17. Uh, Oklahoma gets back in ranked Kansas. Um, and then you see TCU escape versus Oklahoma State. They're still undefeated. Syracuse dominates NC State at home. And then Kentucky beats up on Mississippi State at home. And Utah gets the upset victory against USC. So now UCLA is the only remaining uh, undefeated team in the Pac-12. They would take on Oregon next week, 9 versus 10. Um, Syracuse Clemson, so another big matchup there. And then uh, Alabama's taking on Mississippi State, um, and Kansas State is taking on TCU. So that's going to do it for our college football segment, but a great week. And, uh, you know, really just kind of starting to find that groove, find out who's better than who. Um, but before we end this year, Sam, do you think that a Clemson UNC ACC championship is the most probable outcome at this point? Um, I would say so, unless Syracuse wins this game. Um, because Syracuse is 
Well, has Syracuse played Wake yet? Uh, they have not. No. Okay, I, well, that I, would I, be a big game. I can check that real quick, but I I don't believe they've played Wake yet. No, they have not played Wake yet. They played them second to last week. Well, I think to answer the question, I think so. I think that right now both are the division leaders, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, depending on how this Syracuse game goes, I think so. All right, and now let's turn our attention to the NFL. And uh, Panthers, new head coach, interim head coach. Um, they get up at halftime. You know, things are feeling good. But then Robbie Anderson gets kicked out of the game, benched, if you will, and the Rams come back and win 24-10. to 10. This is just a, this is a professional team, and the Panthers are not. They're falling apart. But, hey, Sam, the Pittsburgh Steelers go to uh, Raymond James Stadium and beat – oh, wait, no, that was, it was at home. But they – Still beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Brady played awful in this game, but uh, Mitch Trubisky comes in off the bench for Kenny Pickett and gets the win. So the uh, Steelers, you know, kind of riding high there uh, with a 20-18 victory. Uh, the Steelers also are going at Miami next week, so got another chance for a win there with Tua still out after the traumatic head injury. And, uh, yeah, NFL kind of playing as a footnote right now. Uh, but bigger games we'll get into. And then, obviously, you know, the big matchup this week with the Chiefs and the Bills. Bills coming out on top there. So, uh, you know, things are kind of shaking in. Uh, but college football is definitely taking the center stage here. Um, but that's just the way it is. And turning to the NBA. The NBA begins tonight on TNT. And, obviously, you know, brand new season coming off. Sort of a weird season of transition. Last year, the Warriors. Win the championship. You know, we thought we were going to see the emergence of this young Celtics team, and they lose their head coach. Um, but statistically, in a decade, this is the most wide open uh, championship that there's been since, um, I believe, you know, 2012, um, when the Heat ended up winning their first championship with LeBron James. So uh, tonight, uh, we have a couple of games uh, the Sixers at the Celtics. You know, Joel Embiid taking on Jason Tatum. Sam, who's your pick there? Um, I'm going to go with the Sixers. Um, I think that Joel Embiid will be too much to handle. Yeah, I expect a big season from him. He's my MVP pick, actually, um, after I think he was robbed of it in favor of Nikola Jokic uh, last year. I mean, I just think that he's bound to do it. You know, as long as he stays healthy, he's in that in that spot. Interesting to see how Harden plays this year. He's really gotten healthy over the offseason. Really worked on his, you know, speed and quickness getting that back. And then, of course, the Lakers taking on the Warriors at 10 p.m. Thankfully, you know, the seniors in Charlotte Mecklenburg High School or Charlotte Mecklenburg High Schools have the day off tomorrow. So get to watch LeBron take on Steph in the classic matchup. Uh, Golden State, the defending champions, raise the banner tonight. Draymond Green, you know, got in that fight. You know, hopefully those things remain with Jordan Poole. Uh, Warriors open as a seven-point favorite. Sam, who's your pick in this tonight's game? I'm definitely going with the Warriors on this one. Um, the Lakers just haven't shown me anything as of recent. Obviously, we've been in the offseason, but 
looking back to last season. Um, yeah. And then the Warriors coming off that championship dub. So. Yeah, the dubs are the dub. Um, but you know the Lakers did make many changes. Hopefully, Anthony Davis, you know, is healthier for them. He looked great in preseason, I tell you. But um, you know, just no changes. Trying to run it back with that same core. Um, including Patrick Beverly this time, you know, how would things work out there? A lot of personality um, all going to come out on the floor tonight at 10 p.m. And then the Sean Hornets, um, some might call them the worst franchise in the history of basketball, um, will begin their season tomorrow night in San Antonio. Um, we'll be tracking every week the record um, of, the, of the Hornets, their weekly record, uh, player of the week around the league, team of the week. And uh, Sam's prediction, you know, we'll be coming back uh, this next week. They're playing the Spurs uh, in San Antonio, New Orleans at home. Actually, the first time we're going to hopefully get to see Zion back in North Carolina since he got drafted out of Duke and then at Atlanta to finish up the week. So Sam, record prediction for the week. No LaMelo, no James Booknight after he got arrested last night. So um, um, picks here for the week. I mean, let's see. I mean, the the Spurs are pretty bad, right? Oh, they're terrible. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the close victory against the Spurs. Okay. Um. So and then against the Pelicans, let's say. I mean, I'm gonna look on the optimist point of things. A W there, and then a loss to the Hawks. Two and one be I would be ecstatic with two and one, um, but the Pelicans revamped. I wouldn't say revamped, but like quarter, sort of getting ready to go again. Got Jose Alvarado, uh, Brandon Ingram, Zion looking healthier than ever, and uh, you know they're they're kind of ready to go. But you know I would love two wins. I think one and two is definitely reasonable. I think definitely beat the Spurs on opening night, uh, but Lamelo is the engine of this team. I imagine the starting five will be Terry at the point, Cody Martin at the two, Gord at the three, get your jammies on at the four, and Plum Dog at the five. So that's rough. That's very rough. Yeah. I mean, this was this was a criminally bad offseason for the Hornets. So <laughs> that is uh, what's going on. We'll be following the Hornets. Um, you know, hopefully, maybe they can find a way in the play in. But the main story, I think, this uh, sports season on Carl Lowry is going to be the number one team in all the land, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And they had an epic release of that on Sports Illustrated, recreating their 1982 team, which went on to win the championship. Um, the kind of, you know, cover. Originally had Dean Smith, James Worthy, Michael Jordan, and uh, Sam Perkins. And now it's, you know, Hubert Davis, R.J. Davis. Michael Jordan wasn't on the cover, though. Oh, he wasn't? Okay. He was on the team, though. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, I think this is a definitely a championship robust kind of season. Um, it's going to take, you know, a lot of focus because that is what that has been billed as. You know, I think that there's a lot of pressure from the people all across North Carolina for this team to come through and win. I'm not saying – you know, they got to dominate everybody, but winning in college basketball is not a given. You know, the tournament, it has its ways of not always advancing the best teams. So there's a lot of pressure. 
And uh, Sam, just kind of what are your expectations for the season and what do you think is kind of the key? Well, I think the key definitely, like what you just said, is staying focused. Um, you know, not letting it go to your head, um, which I think is vital. I, and I think that might be an issue because I feel like that national championship run last year was almost uh, just kind of thrown together. Um, so I, I think you're right. Stay focused on the goal and no distractions. So Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting just to see how this team kind of reacts without Brady Manick. Um, obviously, um, you bring in the um, Northwestern transfer. You know, he's been – I can't believe I can't think of his name, but I'll look it up later. But, I mean, this team is basically the same. I feel like everybody's going to get better. I think Armando Baker is going to dominate. Um, but just looking at the calendar, there's some key dates uh, I do want to mention. Um, you know, obviously the season starts on November the 7th. I mean, that, you know, opening night against UNC Wilmington. And then, excuse me, let me pull it up. Sorry. And then, uh, you know, other game that's really important in November is on the 30th. At Indiana, number 13 in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. That is going to be an epic game in the Assembly Hall. I cannot wait for that. Um, and then hopefully, me and Sam are going to try to go to this in Charlotte. Uh, take on number 22, Michigan, on December 21st. And then looking around the ACC this year, only two two rank, other ranked teams in Duke at 7th and Virginia at 18th. So ACC is kind of weaker this year. Who's going to be the dominant force? Hopefully it's the Heels, but number one. That's most all-time, tenth time they've been ranked number one in the preseason AP poll. But got to stay focused and uh, should be an awesome season to watch. Hopefully it can be, you know, just come close to last college basketball season, which is which is incredible, um, mm-hmm. especially the tournament. So that'll all be right here on Carter Lowry. And Sam, any final thoughts on this kind of wacky, week of sports nope all right that's gonna do it for carl and larry episode number 94 and you hear from us next tuesday